Section 4 of Child Harold's Pilgrimage, Cantos 1 and 2, by George Gordon, Lord Byron. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Adrian Stevens. Canto 1, Stanzas 60-79. to O thou, Parnassus, whom I now survey, not in the frenzy of a dreamer's eye, not in the fabled landscape of a lay, but soaring snow-clad through the native sky, in the wild pomp of mountain majesty. What marvel if I thus essay to sing, the humblest of thy pilgrims passing by, would gladly woo thine echoes with his string, though from thy heights no more one muse will wave her wing. Oft have I dreamed of thee, whose glorious name who knows not, knows not man's divinest law, and now I view thee. Tis, alas, with shame, that I in feeblest accents must adore. When I recount thy worshippers of yore, I tremble and can only bend the knee, nor raise my voice, nor vainly dare to soar, but gaze beneath thy cloudy canopy in silent joy, to think at last I look on thee. Happier in this than mightiest bards have been, whose fate to distant homes confined their lot, shall I unmoved behold the hallowed scene which others rave of, though they know it not? Though here no more Apollo haunts his grot, and thou, the muse's seat, art now their grave? Some gentle spirit still pervades the spot, sighs in the gale, keeps silence in the cave, and glides with glassy foot o'er yon melodious wave. Of thee hereafter, even amidst my strain, I turn aside to pay my homage here, forgot the land, the sons, the maids of Spain, her fate to every freeborn bosom dear, and hailed thee, not perchance without a tear. Now, to my theme, but from thy holy haunt, let me some remnant, some memorial bear. Yield me one leaf of Daphne's deathless plant, nor let thy votary's hope be deemed an idle vaunt. But ne'er didst thou, fair mount, when Greece was young, see round thy giant base a brighter choir, nor e'er did Delphi, when her priestess sung, the Pythian hymn with more than mortal fire, behold a train more fitting to inspire the song of love than Andalusia's maids, nursed in the glowing lap of soft desire. Ah, that to these were given such peaceful shades as Greece can still bestow, though glory fly her glades. Fair is proud Seville, let her country boast her strength, her wealth, her sight of ancient days. But Cadiz, rising on the distant coast, calls forth a sweeter, though ignoble praise. Ah, vice, how soft are thy voluptuous ways, while boyish blood is mantling, who can scape the fascination of thy magic gaze? A cherub hydra round us dost thou gape, and mould to every taste thy dear delusive shape. 
when Paphos fell by time accursed time, the queen who conquers all must yield to thee. The pleasures fled, but sought as warm a clime, and Venus, constant to her native sea, to nought else constant, hither deigned to flee, and fixed her shrine within these walls of white, though not to one dome circumscribeth she her worship, but, devoted to her right, a thousand altars rise, for ever blazing bright. From morn till night, from night till startled morn, peeps blushing on the revel's laughing crew, the song is heard, the rosy garland worn, devices quaint and frolics ever new, tread on each other's kibes, a long adieu he bids to sober joy that here sojourns, nought interrupts the riot, though in lieu of true devotion monkish incense burns, and love and prayer unite, or rule the hour by turns. The Sabbath comes, a day of blessed rest, what hallows it upon this Christian shore? Lo, it is sacred to a solemn feast, hark, heard you not the forest monarch's roar? Crashing the lance, he snuffs the spouting gore of man and steed, o'erthrown beneath his horn. The thronged arena shakes with shouts for more, yells the mad crowd o'er entrails freshly torn, nor shrinks the female eye, nor e'en affects to mourn. The seventh day this, the jubilee of man, London, right well thou knowest the day of prayer, then thy spruce citizen, washed artisan, and smug apprentice gulp their weekly air, thy coach of hackney, whisky, one-horse chair, and humblest gig through sundry suburbs whirl to Hampstead, Brentford, Harrow make repair, till the tired jade the wheel forgets to hurl, provoking envious jibe from each pedestrian churl. Some o'er thy Thamis row the ribboned fair, others along the safer turnpike fly, some Richmond Hill ascend, some scud to wear, and many to the steep of Highgate High. Ask ye, Beotitian shades, the reason why? Tis to the worship of the solemn horn, grasped in the holy hand of mystery, in whose dread name both men and maids are sworn, and consecrate the oath with draught and dance till morn. All have their fooleries, not alike are thine, fair Cadiz, rising o'er the dark blue sea, soon as the matin bell proclaimeth nine, thy saint adorers count the rosary, much is the virgin teased to shrive them free, well, do I wean the only virgin there, from crimes as numerous as her beadsmen be, then to the crowded circus forth they fare, young, old, high, low, at once the same diversion share. The lists are oped, the spacious area cleared, thousands on thousands piled are seated round, long ere the first loud trumpet's note is heard, no vacant space for lated white is found, here dons, 
grandees, but chiefly dames abound, skilled in the ogle of a roguish eye, yet ever well inclined to heal the wound, none through their cold disdain are doomed to die, as moonstruck bards complain by love's sad archery. Hushed is the din of tongues on gallant steeds, with milk-white crest, gold spur, and light-poised lance. Four cavaliers prepare for venturous steeds, and lowly bending to the lists advance. Rich are their scarves, their chargers featly prance. If in the dangerous game they shine today, the crowd's loud shout, the ladies' lovely glance, best prize of better acts they bear away, and all that kings or chiefs e'er gain their toils repay. In costly sheen and gaudy cloak arrayed, but all afoot the light-limbed matador stands in the centre eager to invade the lord of lowing herds, but not before the ground with cautious tread is traversed o'er, lest aught unseen should lurk to thwart his speed. His arms are dart, he fights aloof, nor more can man achieve without the friendly steed, alas, too oft condemned for him to bear and bleed. Thrice sounds the clarion, lo, the signal falls, the den expands, and expectation mute gapes round the silent circle's peopled walls. Bounds, with one lashing spring the mighty brute, and wildly staring spurns with sounding foot the sand nor blindly rushes on his foe. Here, there, he points his threatening front to suit his first attack, wide-waving to and fro his angry tail, red rolls his eyes' dilated glow. Sudden he stops, his eyes fixed. Away, away, thou heedless boy, prepare the spear, now is thy time to perish, or display the skill that yet may check his mad career. With well-timed croup, the nimble coursers veer, on foams the bull, but not unscathed he goes. Streams from his flank the crimson torrent clear, he flies, he wheels, distracted with his throes, dart follows dart, lance, lance, loud bellowings speak his woes. Again he comes, nor dart nor lance avail, nor the wild plunging of the tortured horse, though man and man's avenging arms assail, vain are his weapons, vainer is his force. One gallant steed is stretched, a mangled course, another hideous sight, unseamed appears, his gory chest unveils life's panting source, though death-struck, Still his feeble frame he rears, staggering, but stemming all, his lord unharmed he bears. Foiled, bleeding, breathless, furious to the last, full in the centre stands the bull at bay. Mid wounds and clinging darts and lances brast, and foes disabled in the brutal fray. And now... The matadors around him play, shake the red cloak and poise the ready brand, 
Once more through all he bursts his thundering way. Vain rage, the mantle quits the conine hand, wraps his fierce eye, tis past. He sinks upon the sand, where his vast neck just mingles with the spine, sheathed in his form the deadly weapon lies. He stops, he starts, disdaining to decline. Slowly he falls, amidst triumphant cries, without a groan, without a struggle, dies. The decorated car appears on high, the course is piled, sweet sight for vulgar eyes, four steeds that spurn the rain, as swift as shy, hurl the dark bull along, scarce seen in dashing by. End of section four.